请听英语节目。This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I am John Van Trieste, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. Mainland Affairs Council Minister Chen Mingtong says Beijing has completely departed from the spirit of the May Fourth Movement, a movement to reform China in the early 20th century. President Tsai Ing-wen says the government supports local businesses making inroads into the U.S. market, and as a court-mandated deadline for legalizing same-sex marriage approaches, lawmakers are faced with three different same-sex marriage bills. But first, today's top story. Mainland Affairs Council Minister Chen Mingtong says Beijing has completely departed from the spirit of the May Fourth Movement. Chen was speaking Friday at a seminar that aims to revisit the movement's impact on modern Chinese history. The student-led May Fourth Movement pushed for intellectual revolution and social political reform in China between 1917 and 1921. The movement's name comes from a mass demonstration that broke out on May Fourth, 1919. Protesters were furious at the then Chinese government's failure to protect the country's interests. On the eve of the demonstration's 100th anniversary, Chen accused China of deviating from the movement's spirit of liberalism and suppressing democracy and freedom of speech on campuses. Today, China's assertiveness and powerful military presence abroad have caused concerns and triggered alarms in the world. At home, China has continued weakening the independence of its civic society. Behind its flashy development and propaganda are endless social paradoxes and management walls. We think these all lie in China's lack of democratic belief and an imbalance of political reform and economic development. China has deviated from the spirit of the May Fourth Movement. Nowhere can you find the movement's core principles of democracy and science on the mainland. Once again, that was Mainland Affairs Council Minister Chen Mingtong. President Tsai Ing-wen says the government supports local businesses making inroads into the U.S. market. Tsai was speaking Friday during an interview. The president was referring to Taiwanese business tycoon Terry Guo's investment project in Wisconsin. Guo is the chairman of Foxconn, the world's largest electronics contract manufacturer. It was reported that Foxconn has been renegotiating its deal to build a 10 billion U.S. dollar plant there. Tsai said investment in the U.S. will help secure business and trade ties, as well as boost Taiwan's industrial development. Guo has met with U.S. President Donald Trump at the White House. A statement released by White House spokesperson Sarah Huckabee Sanders says Foxconn will soon announce more investment in Wisconsin, but Sanders said Guo's recently announced presidential bid was not discussed during the meeting. As a court-mandated deadline for legalizing same-sex marriage approaches, lawmakers are faced with three different same-sex marriage bills. The first, endorsed by the cabinet, explicitly uses the term same-sex marriage, while two others, backed by opponents of same-sex marriage, use the terms same-sex family members and same-sex unions, respectively. All three bills have proceeded to second readings in the legislature, and all three are set to be discussed together in legislative sessions. DPP Caucus Whip Ke Jianming, who leads a legislative majority, says that while party members will likely be able to vote as they wish, he believes the cabinet version must be passed before the May 24th deadline. Former Premier William Lai has reaffirmed his intention to run for president in 2020. 
He has also dismissed speculation that he might give up his presidential ambitions and join President Tsai Ing-wen's re-election campaign as her running mate. Many in the Democratic Progressive Party, including incumbent Premier Su Zheng Chang, have expressed hope that the two party heavyweights will team up instead of running against each other. However, in a radio interview Friday, Lai said that even before he announced his candidacy, he had already told President Tsai that he has no intention of serving as her running mate. He said the party needs a primary, both to recover from a crushing defeat in last year's midterms and to give supporters hope by selecting the best candidate. New Power Party lawmaker Xu Yongming says he will propose an amendment to make auto emergency braking standard on all new vehicles. Auto emergency braking is a safety system that alerts drivers of fast approaching objects coming from the front and helps apply maximum braking capacity. The system reduces a vehicle's speed as it deems necessary. This system is now an optional feature on vehicles. But Xu says he wants to add an article to the Road Traffic Management and Penalty Act to make it mandatory. The goal, he says, is to reduce the risk of traffic collisions. The indigenous Paiwan people of southern Taiwan have a proud tradition of decorative embroidery. Plants, animals, human figures, and geometric designs all feature, often standing out in bright colors against a black background. For over 60 years, one master embroiderer has been working to keep this tradition alive. But while some of her works might fetch high prices, she has no one to pass her art on to. Chen Di Youmei never really has a plan when she sits down in her embroidery workshop. She doesn't need one, though. She's now 77 and has a lifetime of experience with needles, thread, and cloth. She comes from the indigenous Paiwan group of Taiwan's far south. Her works draw inspiration from her daily life, but they are also deeply rooted in Paiwan culture. The color schemes and patterns, and even the choice of motifs like the hundred pacer snake, all draw on old traditions. With no roadmap and nothing but a bit of inspiration, she can create remarkable pieces. Even her mistakes are beautiful. Over 30 years, she's taken pieces with flaws and sewed them together into a dazzling quilt. She's had an offer of 300,000 NT dollars, or 9,700 US dollars for this collage, but she says she won't part with it. For now, she is a guardian of a traditional Paiwan craft, but she is unsure of who will look after the tradition once she is gone. She says her students over the past 30 years have all stopped embroidering because it isn't possible to embroider for a living. She hopes she can retire and find someone to keep Paiwan embroidery alive. John Van Trieste, RTI News. Passengers can enter most train platforms in Taiwan by scanning the QR code on their tickets or on their mobile phones. However, a lawmaker has pointed out that the current system is flawed because those with QR codes can enter the platform area of stations more than once. It's possible that unscrupulous riders could take multiple train rides without paying. The Taiwan Railways Administration is working to patch up this problem. Train passengers in Taiwan can print out a QR code which they can scan to enter train station platforms. The system is meant to reduce the time it takes to buy tickets. However, it's been discovered that once a passenger has a QR code, they can enter the platform area more than once. At the legislature, lawmaker Li Kunze has pointed out that this flaw could allow any QR code holder to take multiple trips for free. Li has urged officials from the Transportation Ministry to address the issue. The Taiwan Railways Administration is calling on riders to avoid abusing the QR code system. It says, 
Those who found to re-enter train stations with their QR code will be considered exercising unlawful control over others' property. It also says those who duplicate other people's QR code to enter train platforms are in violation of the offenses of counterfeiting securities and could face prison sentences of up to 10 years. Jake Chen, RTI News. About 1,000 whiskered terns have descended unexpectedly on the eastern county of Taidong over the past two days, giving birdwatchers a rare treat. The whiskered term is a migratory bird that usually visits southern Taiwan in autumn and winter. However, nearly 1,000 of them were found hovering in the sky over Taidong over the past two days. They arrived over the eastern county in droves, flying overhead or looking for food on riverbeds. Their large numbers serve as an advantage, allowing them to ward off natural predators while training juvenile birds at the same time. Bird watcher Xu Chen says the birds are flying towards Taiwan's hinterlands due to bad weather. In general, they can also be seen in the coastal regions of Jiayi County and Tainan City on the west coast. Paula Chell, RTI News. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm John Van Trieste. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.